When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast where we go to many 5e books and talk about various rules and haunt your gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. And I'm Remy, a player on Riftwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk to you about news. Wait, actually, that might be copywritten. Eh, keep it. It's only a few seconds. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Nathan. Yeah? What's news? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so news is basically information um, that is delivered to the people in some form or another so that they know stuff. Yeah, so basically news is just info about current events, just what is happening either nearby or around the world um actually quick tangent before i do just dive into things so i do have some interest just in language and etymology and such and so i you know of course looked it up while prepping this and it was actually kind of neat to me just like the word news is just from the plural of just new so it's just new information plural (laughs) delivered to you so that's just where the word news comes from i just thought that was neat but anyway now, the first question that must be asked, hey, Nathan, well, I guess second since I already asked one, but uh, why should we care about news in a Dungeons and Dragons world? We really shouldn't. Nobody cares. Um, so the reason why uh, news is important is that, well, it's an aspect that changes a lot about your world. First off, it speaks to the, the way that, that it's delivered speaks as to what kind of technology level the world is at. Um, and what kind of power certain authorities can have over the populace, and how much info can be spread among the populace to perhaps work against that authority. Indeed. So in terms of format for this one, I think that the way we ought to do this is let's actually start with the various options available, and then we'll talk about how the one you choose will affect the world that you're using it within. Yeah, that works. Types of news. The most simple historical method is just plain old word of mouth. That, and even though like that is the basics, there's still a lot of variation in how that can go. So, if you do have like news that needs to travel, for example, then it's only going to be people who travel that are able to spread that word. And in a D&D world, that's a bit more difficult than in a lot of other places, because there's a lot of dangerous things in the wilds between cities. So if you just have a person who you know is either walking or by horseback to just spread word of events like let's say you know the king has you know gotten married a couple of months ago and the queen is now pregnant with an heir there's an heir to the kingdom yay and like that is news to be spread then how would that information spread to the populace 
So again, most basic way is that there would be, well, I guess the most basic is just that people just spread the word slowly over time. And then it could potentially take years to actually just get to all like the little villages in the kingdom. And by that point, <laughs> I mean, you know, time has passed. The kid may already be born by the time people find out like it, like the choked on the chicken so bone and died. Can, yeah also possible you know or you could have something like you know kind of like pony express but instead of delivering you know the written messages it could still just be word of mouth if you know you have a poor literacy in your world so then you could have like okay you know they'll ride you know miles a day to spread word to you know the cities of the kingdom that things are happening so i actually have a couple ideas among, along with that so there's different kind of um, societies and civilizations. So if let's say that they have magic and it's a very large empire, how do you get all that information out to the people quickly? So this is stealing a little bit from Warhammer to Warhammer 40k to some extent. But the core concept is essentially you just have a network of people who are able to use effectively whatever communication spell there is. And you have just one of those people in each important city, so on and so forth. And then if there's a message, the main guy at the palace will be like, okay, say this to everyone. Uh, the king is dead. Um, and the new king is blah, blah, right? You, he passes on this message to all of the people, all of the people with this power in each city. They pass this message to the people that will go out to the towns and give the message. People will walk the streets and give this message to the people. And that's one way you can do it without um, using the print, using print or visual ways to demonstrate that such has happened. Indeed. And there actually is a canonical spell that's able to do that. So there is the third level spell sending, which as a third level spell would therefore be available to a full spellcaster as soon as a fifth level character. So if you have, you know, magical advisor to the Royals, then it would actually make sense for there to be someone who is able to cast this spell for this reason. And what that spell does is send a 25 word or less message to a creature with which you're familiar. And then they'll immediately hear the message in their mind, recognize you as the sender and can answer you immediately. And the creature just needs to have an intelligence score of one. So you could send this message to anyone that you know, and it just can go planar distance. So you can send it anywhere in the world and even potentially off world just with a check. I, I can imagine a world where they have like, you know, basic, pretty much brain dead uh, birds that just sit on... Uh, lights or something and then you send out the message using that thing just needs one intelligence its only prerogative is to be like the only thing that's able to do is like here's a message <laughs> screeches it out i mean or you could just have like a mailman or some equivalent the newsman no that's no fun <laughs> no there's just a new job that there just is the newsman and their job is to just you know write down any sendings that they receive to just spread to the city but uh, actually, just one more important thing to mention about the actual spell sending. So that is on the list for bards, clerics, wizards, and for great old one, warlocks. So there are a lot of potential people who could learn this. So this actually can create some interesting societal implications as well. Because this is on the cleric spell list, 
it could be argued that, okay, like historically speaking, it has been religious institutions are some of like the pioneers of different forms of like print and writing because they want to spread their religion. So if you have a massive network of clergy who are able to use sending to spread the word, well, they could also use that to spread the good word and use that to like direct missionaries to, you know, newly built cities to send clerics to like help with the construction and try to, you know, convert people and sermonize and all religious such things. But or you could also have it be, you know, wizards and just the accumulation of knowledge. Like I am looking for this book and they can send the request to the central library who might have records of, you know, what books are held by other wizards that can, you know, spread communication that way. Like the fact that it is on multiple spell lists gives you as a DM angles. So speaking of books, that actually is also a super important topic. Printing is a relatively modern invention, but it's not as modern as most people think. Like it's been around like like actual like type printing for a solid 500 years or so, but there even are much older methods that are just not as efficient but still exist. Like there's something called woodblock printing where someone will carve into wood the entirety of a page of text. So you would just have like 300 of these blocks for a 300 page book and you basically stamp and make the book. Like the problem of course being that if it's wood, so it would, you know, break over time. But this is D&D we're talking about. So even if you don't want to have it as modern as having a printing press, then there could still be woodblock printing in a D&D world for the common books. And this is actually something we're thinking about is just what are the common books that would have the resources put in to make such a thing? And again, the obvious example would be holy books maybe some of like the basic magical books. So this would actually be a pretty important world building decision that is totally not something that I would have thought about before researching this topic. So if you have magic primers readily available, then that creates a massively different world because the basics of magic is one of those massively important world shaping decisions like as we talked about you know previously when i do mention my love of demographics more magic users drastically improves the quality of life in the world because they are able to do just a lot of things you know for cleanliness and sanitation and just general quality of life things even at you know, incredibly low levels, like a first level wizard still can have just a very comfortable life compared to someone who is not. That actually um, brings something to mind. Um, I was thinking like when you were talking about that, okay, maybe like the people might have better handwriting because they need to write more in such a world, right? Because there, there isn't so many alternate ways to do certain things. But like thinking about it, wouldn't it be funny if like the the going stereotype of a wizard is that he writes like his handwriting is either amazing or terrible because <laughs> there there is a spell out there that's like okay um I summon uh magic quill bullshit <laughs> just transcription the spell <laughs> yeah yeah transcription and then you're just like okay um. On the <laughs> a dark night or some bullshit, right? And then the, the quill just moves as you speak, <laughs> and then it's just like this thing that could be a way of 
creating a lot of magical books or something when you just have this powerful wizard or something casting the spell so that it writes it out for him rather than him having to go through the effort of doing such yeah actually quick tangent though the idea of having a transcription quill would probably be a really smart idea to just have as like a common magic item in the world because that would make sense because just the idea like having of a, printer. a wizard taking the time <laughs> hmm? it's like having a printer kind of yeah and that would actually be another way for a you know lower technology world to have some way of copying books a little bit more quickly is if you had yeah. this you know available magic item where okay someone reads the book out loud and it gets you know copied down somewhat slowly but efficiently like and historically speaking it, it used to just be tons of people who would just their job would be okay copy this thing from that book into this new book <laughs> mm-hmm actually uh did you know that actually is still done for some religious texts like the jewish torah oh. by like religious requirement must be a handwritten document so the entire Ooh. colossal scroll that is the torah to this day needs to be handwritten so every time there's a new synagogue built that needs a torah it has to be written oh geez yeah like it's it's a kind of amazing thing and if there is like it a is single really... you know drop of ink or mistake made so how, 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 how do they how do they write it out like do they use like current pens or do they use like traditional forms of writing uh i don't know about the writing implement i know that it is on like a old-fashioned I want to say papyrus scroll, but I may be wrong about the paper material. That, but that it is really just a is single colossal scroll. <laughs> yeah, like it's really cool. But like the idea that like if they make a single mistake that they have to just start over is terrifying to me. But yeah, because I know from experience, like um, some a couple of years ago, I just went. I was thinking to myself, why don't I make a handwritten version of all the spells? in a paper book and then five like two hours later it's like fuck i made a mistake <laughs> yeah but anyway so the point being though is that religious texts would probably be the most commonly available documents even in a DD world especially in a DD world when you consider that you can actually get power from faith and again talking about quality of life of magic users a first level cleric that also would apply to like if you have like oh man just unfortunately clerics don't typically get uh prestidigitation which obviously makes me sad mm -hmm. but you know there is of course the cleric of the, clerics <laughs> i mean there is you know uh arcana cleric that subclass lets you choose it like anything that lets you choose additional cantrips of course you can then get it but prestidigitation is just the best quality of life spell just i rambled on at length about that one see episode prestidigitation anyway uh the point being oh boy i tangented a lot with that one but uh writing is just the next most common way of news after just word of mouth but how you choose magic to interact with that and technology for that matter just is important to think about prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed subscription required individual results may vary additional restrictions apply read all warnings before using glp1s side effects may include a risk of thyroid c-cell tumors do not use glp1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer if you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope did you know you can now access glp1 prescription medications at trylifemd.com 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So uh, I've tended a lot. So let me try to focus back in a little bit more. So let's actually start with a little bit more on the non-magical side of things. So we mentioned that, you know, there's just word of mouth and then travel by horses to spread word. So next would be just written word. So you can have letters that spread and then you can have books. And if you do have the printing press, how does that affect your world is something that is worth consideration. And to introduce just a little bit of magic, like if you do just want to have something like that, but not have the, you know, uh, <laughs> technology side, you can have a magical printing press if that is something that you'd be interested in. I was thinking on the other hand, like a, like talking about a quill earlier, it's like greater <laughs> quill of transcription. <laughs> so what would the greater one be that it just like stores the memory and it just constantly repeats writing the thing? I was thinking of like this nightmarish swarm of quills that would just basically, each one would go to its own page and just fill it out in incredible speed. Hmm. Actually, that'd be kind of neat if you just had a thing where it's like, you have you know a hundred quills linked to a master quill, and then whatever that one writes is just oh, copied yeah, by cool. the rest. And then you have like another form of mass production that is just very yeah. different than the typical yeah. style that you because know, we consider. Because there are certain things that come into fruition because there's magic that simply aren't possible in real life yeah and like one thing that is just not part of dungeon and dragons like as far as i know pretty much ever is the idea of mass production but in a DD world where magic has existed for thousands of years you'd think that there'd be some type of you know magical industry of production of some type oh, that, that that would be an interesting like uh what do you call that industrial revolution because your mm. new technology for communication is like the this different form of written word if you know what i mean maybe but just how you do want to have you know the written word exist in your world is just worth consideration do you have that kind of like master quill situation where it just is able to create lots of copies or you know to go the little bit higher magic again do you just have conjuration magic be well developed so that okay if you have an existing book already you can just use magic to create either a temporary or permanent copy which has interesting implications for both because if you do make like a temporary copy of a book then again that can create a timer like let's say you know you enter into this ancient library and you're you know not allowed to touch the original books ever but you know the the librarian who runs the thing you know makes a one day copy 
that you know you're able to then interact with and read then if there is that like how do we stop this you know evil ritual that's being planned you have one day with the information so you have one day to either find the thing you need to stop it or to try to create like a counter ritual or something that could disrupt the process and as i also say at length just if you anytime that you do introduce a timer that is a kind of artificial way to induce additional tension which can be a beneficial thing in certain just game moments so if you do have the written word, so one other, I'll just mention one more on just written word here before I'll move on from that. Like, if you have, let's say, that more older style of the woodblock kind of typing, where it is just like a single woodblock per page that is just stamped, like in a D&D world, there does exist magic to introduce to increase the durability of an object so then you can have there be just this one like master set of like let's just you know stick with the religious example so let's just say you have you know the holy book of pelor and there is just this one master set of this in existence then they would lose their shit if someone were to steal one of these blocks or if it were to just be misplaced. And that could be a kind of interesting kind of story because then that gives you as the DM leave to show, okay, so this is like, let's say this is the dominant religion in, you know, this chunk of the continent. And then all of a sudden they lose the ability to completely retype the holy book and like a lot of DD is also that the magic items that do exist are lost magic and can't just be easily recreated then they all of a sudden are just stuck just with a missing page in their holy book like that could be just an incredibly bad thing like it's just a sign from the gods that you know Pelo is in the wrong imagine and... if it, it was like that you, you have that kind of thing that you, you have in a lot of um magic when it comes to if you're thinking about how christianity is shown in shows and stuff where where you read out verses and stuff and then it creates that magic effect imagine if the, if the page is lost you can't cast that spell anymore that so imagine world. if like the lost spell like the lost page is like cure wounds yeah that would suck <laughs> like oh like, that'd be amazing is, though that'd be kind of amazing and like again magic world so you can have it be okay maybe if instead of the plate thing that it's something like the conjuration angle again so let's say there's just one master copy of a holy book or of a spell book even and then this book just is copied and distributed to like students or faithful or what have you and then a similar situation if someone just does rip out a page from this thing or you know somehow magically hide the text so it just shows blank on everyone who sees it then imagine if all of a sudden a cleric could no longer prepare cure wounds like or if all of a sudden you know wizard was just no longer able to you know just have the information about like the shield spell or just any of the like common used DD spells like by having just this get messed with that could be very different anyway uh we have tangented a lot from just talking about news i apologize <laughs> but uh if you've been listening to this podcast for a while it's you why you're here we do that it's why you're here <laughs> <laughs> anyway so 
having written media is important. So where I was originally trying to lead up to with that is the idea of the newspaper. That is a classic example of, you know, modern-ish spread of news. So do you have something able to create a newspaper, whether that is, you know, printing press, magical copies, you know, master quill, what have you. There are options available to have something like a newspaper. And when you have a newspaper, then you also have the ability for regional news, national news, you know, planar news even. Like, generally speaking, most D&D focuses on the material plane unless they get to particularly high levels. But if you do have a higher magic world or even just a medium magic world where this still just is a thing that might exist, then you can have planar news be a thing. Like, could you imagine how strange it would be? Like if you had like a level two party just in like the first city after they kill some giant rats and then just like see a guy reading a newspaper with a headline of just like, you know, Dispatar, Lord of the three layers of hell has been slain. <laughs> just like, what like that changes the feel of the world to have oh, that's just farther news no i'm, I'm, right. I'm imagining like it, imagine no no further news weather in hell currently it's raining fire <laughs> but not brimstone today so it's looking up i was like oh okay <laughs> it's just raining fire but anyway uh so if you do have newspapers, thinking about just how what kind of scale you want to deal with is, again, worth consideration, because technically speaking, if you just had a single magic user who is capable of sending, because one of the things I did mention a moment ago, sending can cross planar boundaries. So if you have fifth level magic users who just are familiar with each other across the plane, it is a 19 out of 20 chance that the message still works. It's only, only if you get a crit fail one that the message fails to send. And even then you could always just try to resend it the next day. If you're trying to, you know, publish, let's say something weekly, then you could still have multiple, you know, chances to get information. And while it's true that, yeah, on the planar side, the sending spell would only let you get 25 words, still, 25 words across planar boundaries, across just the plane you're on even, is massive improvement over just human you know, historical availability of travel and information. Because most people, even now, most people don't actually leave the place where they live like yes we have far more travel now than at any point in human history but even still a majority of people still just live in the place where they grew up and then they die there but in a world where you do have more communication options than at you know the other periods of human history that does change how news would spread so it is very much worth thinking about for you as a dm just okay how much is available and yeah so i mentioned you know having the news of hell or there's the news of you know the royal events there's religious news event so 
it is mostly going to be big organizations that would have the gold to have like a widespread news outlet. And that's actually a kind of thing that'd be pretty neat. Like, could you imagine if you just had a campaign where the adventurers are journalists and their whole job is to just travel and, you know, they they might end up, you know, fighting monsters and such, but maybe it is like a more politically oriented campaign where they're trying to just like get news of various nobles to, you know, return back to their, you know, king. And OK, then is that considered to be espionage? And then like, is that a more spy kind of focus that you might want to focus on for that style of game? Is it where, OK, uh, maybe bards are the only method of reliable storytelling like maybe you know a bard college is considered to be like the equivalent of a journalism degree where like bards are the ones who are respected to report the news and like there's so many angles that just the spread of information can take in the D world and just anything that you want to do i mean you can because you're the dungeon master and that's how that works but how much you want to be out there is massively variable. So we mentioned, you know, in person, we mentioned written word, but there is, you know, more options available than that. So do you have magic that is able to do something from farther distances more? Well, yeah, actually, quite a few, in fact. So scrying magic is a thing that exists. So mechanically speaking, like a scrying sensor appears in some place, depending on, you know, the level of spell you're using, you know, which divination spell particularly. But like, let's just say it's the, you know, more classic example of like, okay, you know, you anywhere on the plane, just person you're familiar with, like, hey, wait a minute, tuning in to a specific location at a certain time. That sounds like radio and TV to me. So just by rules as written, you can have a version of radio or TV. And given the fact that D&D magic is often put into magic items, then that just goes even farther. So, okay, I have, you know, this item that is able to cast scrying, like even if you just had it be once a day, then that would mean, okay, at, you know, 8 p.m. every day, there is, you know, the sermon from this, you know, <laughs> if you could have like a kind of evangelical preacher style, you know, the good word of Pelo, light shines down upon you, curing you of your ills. And there's having like evangelicals like be more, be a thing, have there be, you know, prop, you know, potentially magic studies, have there be just, just regular local or international or planar news be a thing that can be tuned into by a magic item changes how the world interacts because the spread of information historically has been incredibly slow which led to a lot of you know diplomacy and wars also just being slow drawn out events but accurate fast spread of news influences all of those things and you as a dm should consider how much of such you want in your world and to allow your world to have a more widespread flow of information 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Rest and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Tier stars those a dollar and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, we even shout with cast, and even a shout-out on the show. Find us on social media on Twitter at Podcast, on Facebook as Riffwink, on Reddit, on the subreddit r slash Podcast, and you can send us an email, Rest and Rules, at gmail.com that's riffs and rules at gmail.com thanks for listening bye support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully preserve their wealth and provide for the people causes and communities they care about as one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.